what it's all for. It's all about this. You play for this. No matter what level you're at, you play for championship. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Real Coach JB, the Coach JB show. Wake up show for the morning show. Who's in here talking shit already? YouTube banned me. We got it lifted. We are fucking back in that building. Appreciate everybody that had a hands in on helping us get that shit cracking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shortest band. Hey, it's all who you know. It ain't what you know. Just remember that shit. I'm here doing a fucking straight up all nighter. I'm here doing an all nighter. Shit, I was chilling with my boy Pat Perez all night in L.A. I just got back about two hours ago, man. Shit, laid my head down, laid, woke the fuck up. Hey, work hard, play hard, man. Shit, I used to tell my coaches that shit all the damn time. So make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. We are here. Wake your ass up. Miguel Angel L. Azul. Who the fuck are you, motherfucker? Where is dude? Motherfucker, who are you? Where is dude? Um, you s- sorry, motherfuckers, man. It's a wake-up show right here on Coach JB's show. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, 5-0. And get you fucking 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. We got Thursday night football here tonight. Um, don't miss that shit. We're going to get after it. We're going to break down all things football today. Um, I'm going to discuss a lot of shit, man. A lot of shit today to discuss. Uh, make sure you also go on over to CanadaDipCBD.com right here. Use the promo code COACHJB. All caps. Remember that? All caps. Um, we're going to get after it today, man. I got a lot of shit to discuss. Um Hope everybody's doing well this fine morning. Hey, man, we were banned. Couldn't keep us down too long. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. We got a lot of betting to talk about. Tomorrow, Brandon Lane joins the show. Today, Matt McChesney will join us. He was supposed to join us yesterday before the one-day ban that we got lifted. It was supposed to be for a week. We got that up lifted. And uh, so Matt will join us today um, at 1 o'clock. At the 1 o'clock hour. Tomorrow we got Sean King, NFL, former NFL quarterback, to discuss all things football and uh, the weekend coming up. And we're also going to have, we got a lot of people. We got a couple other media people joining us. So, a lot going on, a lot going on. It is a great day to have a great day. Devo, appreciate you. Make sure you pound the like button, hit the button, subscribe. Become a member if you're not one, man. Shit, you guys have done a hell of a job. I appreciate you all coming in in the morning, plus the 1 o'clock show. 
with Sarah. And uh, we got a lot of college football to talk to today about that. Um, and we're going to talk about some NFL stuff today. Got a few interesting topics I thought about. So, see what happens. Had to go see my boy Pat Perez last night. Live golfer, if you don't know who it is. Uh, shit, we were just in Hollywood eating breakfast three, four hours ago. <laughs> um, how do you become a member? You go to my channel and join it. Um, or Google it, or whatever you can figure out how to do. Um, it's not that hard. We got 330 members right now, so 330 people figured out how to become a member. Neil Donnelly, 330 people. I think you could be the 331st motherfucker if you figure out how to do it. I am banking that you can figure it out. I hope you can. You got Google right there at your fingertip, dog. Google's right there, dog. Figure it out. I just been up. I'm not. I haven't even slept. This is the fun part of life, right here. Who the fuck wants to sleep? Sleeping is overrated. Sleeping is the most overrated act of your life. Motherfuckers don't understand that. Sleeping is a real overrated act. Why sleep? Coach, I need my eight hours. I used to motherfuck kid. Uh, coach, I need my eight hours. I need my eight hours. <laughs> Fuck you need eight hours for? Eight hours? There's only 24 of them motherfuckers in a day. Eight hours? You need eight hours of sleep. To do fucking what? To go to take a nap, motherfucker? You're going to go take a nap anyway during the day. Shit. I might look tired as fuck. Shit. Like I said, I just did all nighter, dog. Shit. And I'm still right here for y'all. I'm still right here for the brand, the show, the whole cause. Sleeping is overrated, Jamel. Shit. While you're asleep. I'm out here getting my fucking grind on. You can sleep if you want. Sleepers are like slippers. They don't count. Motherfucker, slippers don't count, dog, where I'm from. I don't know if you know that shit. Slippers don't count where I'm from. That's why you think I didn't let my players wear them. There's more to it than what you just think. Don't get it twisted. I always got some deep shit cracking. Uh... Don't let an alarm clock be the only reason you wake up. That's the fucking quote of the day for the morning show. I'm going to use it damn near every day. The quote of the day, don't let an alarm clock be your only reason you wake up. You know, If you're only fucking thinking about what you want to do tomorrow, today, then you're failing anyway. Fucking eight hours of sleep. My ass. I don't need no fucking eight hours of sleep. Shit. I'm, I'm thinking about... What the fuck I want to do tomorrow? I don't need to be sleeping through that shit. I'm, I need to be doing the shit while you guys are asleep. I'm trying to get it in. Beat the shit. Early bird gets the worm. Remember that. Um, The Roz. What up? What up? The Roz Rodriguez. How you doing? Yeah, I can sign whatever you want. I got books, posters, whatever. CoachJBStore.com. You guys go on over there. We got all kind of new merch. So we got... We got all kind of merch, so make sure you head on over there um, and uh, 
go grab you some merch. I do sign my books. I do sign posters. Um, I do all those things. So head on over there. Chris Deal, what up, what up, what up? Appreciate you, brother. Shout Tap it up. Tap it up. Man, I've never used an alarm clock in my life. Joe Guggen. Man, you ever heard of Google, motherfucker? Anyway, I'm not going to get into it. Go Google or figure it out. You think I'm going to suck your dick and teach you how to do it? Fuck no. What are you, fucking eight years old, motherfucker? You can't Google nothing? You don't know how to do anything? If I told you I got the winning lotto numbers, you going to fucking figure that out too? Or you want me to fucking hand them to you like a fucking cowardly fucking bitch you are? Motherfucker, go figure it out. For the last two decades, it has been the fucking Tom Brady show in the NFL. It has been the Tom Brady show for the last fucking 23 years in the NFL. And it is highly fucking doubtful that this league will ever see the dominance. Will ever see the dominance like this again. Especially from a quarterback that has gone to 10 Super Bowls, 1-7, 15 Pro Bowls, 15 Pro Bowls, and three MVPs. He's 45 years old, 23rd year, and it is yet to fucking be determined. It is yet to be determined how much longer we will be able to witness his uh, greatness. But for one thing certain, Tom Brady cannot fucking play forever. He can't play forever. So, the question I have for you guys. Should be the poll question, but... Whose league is it going to be when Tom Brady hangs it up for good? Because whatever you want to think about Tom Brady, this is Tom Brady's league. I don't give a fuck what you think. Coach... Mahomes is the best. No, he's fucking not. By the way, I I knew we knew I I uh Steve, we knew the Miguel cat was a was a troll. He's the one that probably turned us in and shit to, to YouTube and Twitter and everybody else because he's one of these fucking cowards. Um and it's Bompton, homie, where I'm from. Don't get it twisted. Bitch boy. So, this is the thing we got. This is the issue. Whose league is this going to be when Tom Brady hangs it up? There's a, there's a lot, of, lot of young talent. A lot of young fucking talent out here, right? I, I, I've said the NFL quarterback position is, is basically... Um, the Roz, uh, they posted it, CoachJBStore.com, right there in the link. Uh, Christian posted it, sorry. Um, I've said NFL quarterback play, to me, is at an all-time low. All-time low. NFL quarterback play is at an all-time low as a to- as a, in totality. In totality, NFL quarterback play is at an all-time low. Coach JB, we got Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Field, Tua, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Aaron 
Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson. Fuck, who else am I missing? Matt Ryan. We got all these talented quarterbacks. Yeah, we have more talent than we've ever had. We've had more talent than we've ever had at the position. I didn't say that. I did not say that. I said that quarterback play, quarterback play is at an all-time low. From results-oriented standpoint to what the fuck we're talking about as far as getting the actual ball to the receivers on time, winning meaningful football games, getting their team out of bad plays into good ones, not just running the fucking play that spit into our helmet from the mic, from the head coach. This is the worst I've ever seen it. Why, coach? The reason why is college football coaching is digressed and been so watered down because of the portal, chasing the kids. So we don't get the kids for three and four years anymore. So guess what you do? You dumb down your teaching. You get offensives that offenses that are very, very simplistic. We want to go fast. We want to get in the shotgun. We don't want to teach under center snaps, exchanges. We don't want to teach fronts and protections. We don't want to teach Defense of pre-snap compared to what post-snap reads happen. That means for the novice fan out there, when we're sitting under the center, between green 19, green 19, that is all shit that's happening while the quarterback's doing this. And then when the ball snaps, and we snap the football, the defense changes again. What are we teaching before the snap? After the snap, not a lot in college. Not a lot in college. We're not teaching a lot at all. So having said that, football, when the player, when the co- when the quarterback gets to the NFL level, he is not very good. He's being thrown to the wolves. He doesn't know protection. He doesn't know fronts. He can't change the play. He doesn't, he just sticks with what he has. That is what we have going on in the NFL. So while the talent is better, the skill set is better. Josh Allen's a freak. Mahomes is a freak. Lamar Jackson, fucking unbelievable athlete, right? The position is bad and worse than it's ever been. So whose league is it once once Brady hangs it up for good? I don't think Brady can play much longer. He's either going to get divorced. He's either going to fucking be in this booth. They've already given him $300 million to. So, yeah, talking about this Russell Wilson thing, I I was on uh, Matt McChesney's show yesterday, and Matt has some inside sources there being in Denver. And he said after they won the other day, 16-9 to or whatever, he said that uh, there was a discussion in the locker room. Some media folks told Matt that Russell Wilson and the head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, were having a conversation at Russell Wilson's locker for 20 minutes, and Russell Wilson was basically telling Nathaniel Hackett, this is what we're going to do. That is the rumor that's floating around right now. So... If that is the case, 
then Nathaniel Hackett has already lost the locker room. And this is not good football for me because I've picked the Colts to play the fucking Denver Broncos in the AFC title game this year. And they'll both teams look very, very bad. Both quarterbacks look bad to average, especially Matt Ryan. I think both teams will be okay. It's week fucking two. Calm down. It's week two. Let's pump our brakes. Let's pump our brakes. It's week two. Let's not anoint Buffalo as the best team of all time. And let's not fucking throw Denver and Colt and the Colts under the bus after two weeks. So it's it's just calm down. But whose league is it once Tom Brady, the so-called GOAT, quote-unquote, hangs it up? We know there's a ton of talent. We know there's a ton of talent. But how much longer do you think Brady can continue to lace them up for? I'm curious. I'm curious. Um, How much longer can Brady continue to lace it up for? Who do you you see as being the handful of those guys, out out of all those guys, uh, who's the guy that's going to be competing for championships year in and year out? Because Daniel Jones is 2-0. You know, I'm hyped on Daniel. I think Daniel's going to have a, the best year of his career. Is he even worth mentioning in the conversation of great young quarterbacks? Or are you going to put a guy ahead of him that's one of these rookies? Trey Lance, who I told you is garbage. He just got hurt. That injury that he had happened is very, very plausible for for Josh Allen, Mahomes, all these dudes that are Kyler Murray, all these motherfuckers that are running around the fucking backyard brawl playing backyard football until the lights come on type of shit are this close to fucking breaking a leg and injured uh, a season-ending injury. So how much longer... Can Brady lace him up for? I think this is it, fellas. I'm, I'm be honest. I think this is his year, his last year. Whether they win it or lose it, I think this is his last year. And who's the guy that's going to be able to compete for championships year in and year out when Brady's done? Well, Mahomes has been to two, Coach. He's won one. He's been to two. His two playoff losses are to Tom Brady, by the way. FYI, he's 45 years old, and he beat your so-called GOAT, Mahomes, twice in the playoffs. Once with New England, once in Tampa for the Super Bowl. So he has denied Mahomes twice in his four-year career. So let that sink in. So don't talk to me about Mahomes being the GOAT. If you can't beat the GOAT, how the fuck are you the GOAT? (laughs) I'm just like tripping. If you can't beat the GOAT, how the fuck are you the GOAT? So if Mahomes can't beat Brady, then how is he the GOAT already? So my point is, how much longer can Tom Brady continue to lace him up? And then who takes over and can compete for championships in this man's league for the next 10 to 15 years? I don't know. Joe Burrow, been to one already. He's played two seasons, been to one. Their team right now has a lot, a lot of talent. They look absolutely atrocious up front. He hasn't been able to get the mixing and the run game going. So I'm curious to see that. Um, 
I think the Bengals should be focusing on getting him some protection. Um, and I don't mean condoms. I mean some fucking protection up front so his ass isn't getting sacked six times a game. He's already shown how much of a ready-made quarterback he is. We don't have ready-made quarterbacks in this league anymore. Christian said Burrow needs out of Cincinnati. Here's my take on all that. You can't just say Burrow if you're going to talk about bad situations. He just went to the Super Bowl. A, Cincinnati's been a bad organization for a long time. He flipped it. And do we give the same... Why don't we give the same energy to a guy like Trevor Lawrence who's went to the worst franchise in football? Daniel Jones, who's at a horrible franchise. Zach Wilson, who's at a horrible franchise. Uh, Davis Mills, at a horrible franchise in Houston. Matthew Stafford was at the worst franchise in football for 10 years in Detroit. So why don't we, why don't we give any of those guys the same energy that they should get out? Because I think Matthew Stafford has two or three Super Bowls right now if he got out of Detroit anytime sooner. I think Trevor Lawrence, will, I don't think we'll ever know how good he's going to be because he's in this fucking situation. That's gonna, it's going to probably take five years to get out of a bad situation in, in Jacksonville. It's going to take years for, for the Giants and the Jets to get out of their horrible slump and, turn a, and do, a, do a 360 similar to what Cincinnati Bengals have done takes years for these bad programs and organizations to flip. And I think we've seen a lot of quarterbacks come through the NFL where we really, really haven't seen their full potential because they're drowning in bad fucking ownership management organization. They're in bad, bad uh, company. And we've seen great quarterbacks in our career that just never really made it. That never really made it. We just don't know how good they really will be. So that's how special Burrow is to me. And, you know, I I don't know. He's got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. He's got these guys mixing. He's got good fucking players on the perimeter. I bet you money that Aaron Rodgers would take fucking Jamar Chase. I guarantee you, Lamar. I, I guarantee you, Aaron Rodgers take Lamar Chase, Jamar Chase. Shit, I think he'd take him in a heartbeat. I think he'd take a lot of these receivers. Aaron Rodgers is so damn good. He's made horrible receivers into all pro or guys that are tradable assets that get this bag. Van Scantling goes to Kansas City, gets paid. Did you think that would happen if he was in a fucking normal situation with a David Derek Carr? Fuck no. He's not getting no no bag if he's with Derek Carr. So, I don't know. Um, when Tom Brady hangs it up, who's the quarterback to take over the NFL for a sustainable 10, 15 years? And can anyone even live up to Tom Brady's? Can anyone fit in those shoes? Is there a guy in the league? Or is the NFL completely different? Is the generation completely different? And the mindset completely different? This is what I mean. Tom Brady sacrificed the bag. Tom Brady sacrificed the proverbial bag for the greater good of his team and winning fucking Super Bowls. His entire career. His entire career, he still did it in Tampa. Year 23. 
Is there somebody out there willing to do that? Kyler Murray sure didn't. He wanted more money. Lamar Jackson sure not. He wants all the money. Mahomes ain't. He wants all the money. That just got, that shows that they're looking good right now. Let's see how long that can last. And it ain't going to last for a few more years. They can't afford the roster paying him $500 million. They can't afford the roster. Brady being unselfish earned him an opportunity to play for Super Bowl damn near fucking half of his career. Out of, out of, out of the half of his seasons, he was in a Super Bowl. You understand how fucking remarkable that is? So who's the guy to replace Brady and give us some consistency that he can take his team to Super Bowl every year? Mahomes been there twice. But the way free agency is, the way these cats are demanding trades, it's trickling upwards from high school going into the transfer portal, college guys entering three and four portals. The NFL guys are now demanding trades. You see it in the NBA every day. They're demanding fucking trades. Um, I don't know if if it ever will happen. I don't think it'll ever happen. I think Tom Brady's the last one. I think he's the last one to ever get this bag, uh, or not this bag. Get get this run. Have this run as a Super Bowl contending guy every year. I don't think it'll happen again. And is there a guy out there who can fill his shoes and have that it factor? I think Burrow is a guy that can do it as a youngster. I think he can. I don't think the Bengals are a sustainable organization to continue to go to the Super Bowl. So I don't think that can happen. Uh, Yes, sir, uh, Brian. We got it lifted, man. It's all who you know. It ain't what you know, brother. You should see the email I got. It's unbelievable. You'll never see an email like that ever from from, from YouTube. Um. So shout out to everyone involved to help me get that channel lifted. Plus, I got my IG back, by the way. I got my IG back and I got my YouTube back in the same day. The social media gods are starting to look down and say, Coach JB, your word needs to be spread amongst the world. That is what the social media gods told me. That is what they told me. That is what happened. Here, Coach, here's your IG. Here, Coach, here's your YouTube we're, we can't hold you down. Or am I just a straight motherfucking hustler and got shit done? Shit. I don't know. What the fuck one you think? Oops, I just spilled my coffee because I haven't slept. Um, hey, I got my little towel. Um, work hard, play hard. We don't need to fucking sleep. Sleeping's for fucking losers. Sleeping is for fucking losers. Hey, Christian. Gibby, I appreciate you. We'll see. I talked to Pat. We'll see if I'm back, coming back on or not. He's got a lot of things going, trying to figure out a way to get me back on the segment. Um, is Burrow the guy to fill Brady's shoes and be in the next 10 out of 20 Super Bowls? I don't know. Skill set-wise, I think he's NFL ready. He's a coach's son. Dad was a good dude. I, I ran across his dad many times in the recruiting process. He's at Miami, or He's at Ohio. With uh, Frank Solitz for a long time. He's been all over the place. Great coach. Good dude. Coached his son up well. His son came into the NFL league made and league ready. You don't have that, unfortunately, with these very, very uber-talented quarterbacks. They're not coming in the league ready. They're not coming in the league ready. 
And that's the problem. Well, you know, my IG was verified. My big IG account, I think I had like 100,000 people in there, uh, followers. I had a, I, It was verified for, for years, and then they just deleted it back in December. So then we had to start a new account, and we just got that account up to whatever, 13,000 subscribers. It's taken a few months to get there, so appreciate all the followers. So we're waiting to get that verified. But everything else is verified, but, but IG is a new one, and they, you know, fuck. If they delete you, they're not they're not verifying you anytime soon. So we'll see what happens. But that's the question. That is the question. Um, who's the guy? And it all has to lie in the perfect. The rows, the ducks have to line up. You got to have a good organization. You got to have full autonomy. You got to have a solid coaching staff that's not moving around year to year to year. So can the Bengals be a team that Burrow can win Super Bowls with? And get two Super Bowls. I don't think so. I don't think the Bengals are the organization for it. That's just my thought. Um, is it Josh Allen and McDermott? The McDermott-led Buffalo Bills. Is it Josh Allen? I think he has a better chance than Burrow right now because of their team, their structure, the organization. The Bills are a much better organization. That's my personal opinion. Um is it Tua in Miami? Fuck, I don't think so. I, Tua looked a lot better than he has, but I don't think that he's the sustainable guy. He's not the sustainable guy. So, um, old boy Roy, thanks a lot. Sherlock's homeboy for pointing out the obvious, Captain fucking obvious. No shit. The question is, when he hangs it up, who's going to be the next one? Why don't you listen first to go and read the chat, motherfucker, before you just start bumping your gums? Or how about you become a member and get the fuck out? Um, what organization can be the right team? And um, the Roz, I appreciate you, Roz. Uh, she said she would have bought more if I wouldn't have to wear a picture of a chick on my boob on a sports bra. <laughs> uh, there's other, there's just, I got the JB. I got the JB. I got the JB sports bras, don't I? We can make some stuff, Ross. We can get some, we can do anything. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. We got it all. CoachJBStore.com. Um, can the Dolphins compete with the Bills in the AFC East this year? It looks like those two teams are the head of that division uh, right now. I don't think Miami's defense is very good on what they gave up to Baltimore early on. They showed they were better versus New England. New England stuck with Mac Jones being a stiff back there. Um, not very talented Mac Jones is. He's good. I think he's going to be a good, solid quarterback for a long time. I don't think he's a... He's not in that mix of being athletic. He's not Justin Herbert. He's not Burrow. He's not Trevor Lawrence. He's not Justin Fields. He's not Kyler Murray. He's not Josh Allen or Mahomes. Um, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not even Daniel Jones athletically. Um, but Mac Jones is solid. He's a solid quarterback. 
He's solid. Um, but who can be the next Brady? Josh Allen's in there. Herbert, I think, is in there. At least he stands in the pocket and makes throws. Um, if he can stay healthy, I think he'll be all right. I heard he's already throwing, and I think he's uh, he's going to be okay. Um, I like Herbert, but are the Chargers the team that can continue to go uh, and succeed? I agree with uh, our old boy Roy, uh, slapdick here. They don't have any weapons. I've been saying that on this show. They don't have any outside weapons. Their O-line is okay. They have no running game. They have no dynamic playmakers. And Mac Jones isn't the guy to make plays and get it to average receivers like Aaron Rodgers. So, Jalen Hurts, I don't... You think Jalen Hurts is a guy that can win 10 Super Bowls? Go to 10 at least? Fuck no. Are the Eagles a team that can be sustainable at being good? Fuck no. I don't think so. Kyler Murray got smacked by a fan. Has anyone seen this? Um, Christian, we can't find that video, huh? Um, Kyler Murray got smacked by a fan. And if you haven't seen it, it is not getting smacked by a fan. And for the NFL to investigate it and get the police involved, it is literally a bunch of fact fucking happy-go-lucky visiting fans, by the way. This tells you. How stupid Kyler Murray is, though, by the way. You want to talk shit and go into a visiting fucking crowd fan base. A little less. The Raiders, most notorious fucking one in the league. You want to go near there? You want to go near them and and, and, and celebrate with your guys? It was a fucking happy slap that was not intentional. The motherfucker was just happy to see a guy in the league, and he fucking touches him like that. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That so the so don't let him go over there, then motherfucker. Don't go over there. Don't start none. There won't be none. But the cat didn't do nothing on purpose. He didn't fucking hurt the guy. He didn't slap the guy. He didn't fucking do anything. So miss me with the soft shit. Um, the NFL sends a warning letter to Bruce Arians for his actions on the sideline with Mike Evans and leading up to him getting suspended, the Tom Brady thing, the whole issue. Um, Chris Schneider, what up? Schneider? Schneider? What's your name? Appreciate you becoming a member. Um, he didn't hurt nobody. So... Bruce Arians gets a letter from the NFL. Why? I don't. I like Bruce Arians. I think he's a hell of a coach. I think he 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 treated Tom Brady the same as he treated fucking the slapdick on the end of the bench, the kicker. Um, that's the good part about that's the respect factor that you have as a coach and been in the game a long time. When you see NFL coaches holding those coach uh, those kids at a high level and and holding them accountable. You love to see it. That's why Belichick wins. That's why Arians wins. That's why these guys that win football games are all have a similar ingredient and success formula. And it's holding guys accountable regardless of who you are. Nathaniel Hackett has shown incompetence at an all-time rate after two football games. He's in over his head as a head football coach. And he is clearly letting the fucking... Indians control the fucking Chiefs. 
you can't have too many Indians and not enough chiefs. You can't have too many chiefs and not enough Indians. You can't have all these dictating motherfuckers out here being the players. They can't be the chiefs, dog. And and, 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 and we got too many fucking chiefs. Then there's where are the Indians? Where are the Indians at to 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 fucking run through a wall for you? We got too many fucking chiefs in this league. We got too many chiefs in college football. We got too many chiefs in high school football. We got too many chiefs in society. And not enough Indians. I hate to use that narrative but or, or that de- description, but that is the truth. We need more fucking Indians. <laughs> we got enough chiefs, dog. But you motherfuckers don't understand how to fucking... You think you all understand how to drive the Lamborghini before we ever give you the fucking car keys. You don't. But we're giving you the car keys and you don't know how to drive. That's happening everywhere. Everywhere. All over America. We are handing the car keys to these kids before they learn to drive. And you're talking about ignorance at an all-time high? That is ignorance. That's ignorance. And you coach it or allow it. We are allowing it by fucking allowing the these kids to control the narrative. There is no hierarchy anymore in football. We're seeing it. Nathaniel Hackett supposedly was set down by Russell Wilson. <laughs> How the fuck are you set down by the fucking player? How are you set down by the player? And you expect that to be the formula for success in the NFL? Man, please. Man, I appreciate everybody coming in here in the morning with us, man. We got 180 cats in here live. Hit the fucking like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Pound the like button, man, on three. Went on me, went on three. Pound the like button. One, two, three. Hit the like button, man. I appreciate you. Um, Like I said, man, this is a great time to become a member. $1.99 a month. And we're going to be going to members-only lives. And then the show will be aired later on in the day for everyone else, all the slapdick trolls. So we can start getting some content and some comment engagement, which drives the show to grow. So we got a, we got our main man, Steve Mack, helping us out on the YouTube algorithm side. We got a little team we've built that is starting to create this brand for this show. So we appreciate all hands on deck. So if you guys, the loyal community members that's been here since day one, much love to all you guys. That's why we're still going to do the lives for you members that have joined and have been here for two years. So we appreciate you. But we will be doing members-only lives. And after that, you got to catch it on the, on, on the, on the stream um, after the fact, later on in the day when we drop it. So become a member. $1.99 is all. We're not, I'm not raising the price. I'm not going to have different tiers and all that shit. We will have some different tiers for some other things that we do um, when it gets to more coaching stuff and different things like that. But uh, next week in the morning, um, I'm going to start bringing on guests in the morning for this show. So I'm going to have guests on in the morning show, the wake-up show. um, And next week... 
The great Noel Mazzoni is going to join me here. We're going to break down all things football. He is the former offensive coordinator at UCLA, Arizona, Arizona State, Auburn, NC State, Coach Phillip Rivers. He's been around for a long, 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 long time. He is going to come on and join the show next week. We're going to chop it up. Um, I'm actually coaching with him. Uh, I don't know if I can announce it yet. I'm coaching with him this December for a big, big time game at the high school level. Uh, I'm sure you'll hear about it soon enough. It'll make national news. Um, I'll be announcing that. So I guess you got to hear a little bit of uh, breaking news. Uh, Noel will be on the show next week, and we will talk all things football. We'll get on the board. We're going to show some real, real shit. We're going to break down some real, real shit. He was the offensive coordinator this year for the New Orleans Breakers and the USFL. Um, he'll he'll give us some insight on the USFL. What was the difference? He's been at every, he's coached at every single level you can think of. He's a very very well respected coach in the business and a hell of an offensive minded coach, hell of an offensive coordinator, um, quarterback guy. His son is now coaching at Idaho State. Um, he's the quarterback coach there, and uh, so Noel's going to be joining us. So we're going to bring different guys on in the morning. I think Clint Stoner I'm going to try to get on here next week. We're going to talk all things. He used to be one of the Cowboys quarterbacks. Uh, we're going to talk about all things Cowboys in Arkansas. He Clint played at Arkansas. We're going to talk about them and how they struggled against Missouri State. So we're going to go both shows, the morning show, the wake-up show, and then the afternoon show obviously is going to continuing it's going to be continuing to grow. It's continuing to grow. So make sure you become a member, man. $1.99. You'll forget you even fucking spend it. So make sure you head on over there and become a member. If you don't know how to do it, then figure it out. That's all I can tell you. Figure it out. That's what that's what winners do. Winners figure shit out. Losers make excuses. Winners figure shit out. Losers make excuses. Just understand that is real talk. So... um, Jake Anderson says, I think when they banned you yesterday, it messed it up. Doesn't show you the option to join and become a member anymore. Um, so we have had two members this morning already join. So there is a way, Jake. You got to go on to a desktop. Go to a desktop and you can join. Or turn your cell phone into desktop mode and you can join on my channel. Um, Nunya Business said, uh, <laughs> he said that uh, he's been looking for the button for weeks. Well, we've had 120 new members in the last week alone. Nunya Business. So... Close the chat, and it's the join button right next to the name, Kevin Sheehan said. By the way, Kevin Sheehan's not even a member. Um, Aunt Lou, he said he joined today. It's not hard to find. Brian said it's a hard button to find. Hate to see how your girl is doing. <laughs> Brian's just talking. I don't know. Dixon, there you go. Dixon Kuntz, K-U-N-T-Z. Is that a real name? 
Peter Sullivan said, use your brain. I, I, I definitely uh, agree to that. Um, appreciate it, Steve Mack. Um, I want to get into... Uh, once it's in there, let me know. I'm gonna I'm gonna show it for a minute. I want to show this so-called slap by Kyler Murray. Um, it's a fucking love tap, by the way. It's not a real fucking. Let's show you a little bit of it. <laughs> seriously you got did you get mad over that did you get mad over that did you get mad over that or are you just that big of a bitch made cat where you could not handle the heat and get out the kitchen dog you were over there talking shit you were over there talking shit. Get out of the fucking kitchen. That's so soft. Shout out to my boy Steve Mack for show, slowing down that video, man. That was, that was nice. Appreciate that. Uh, see, we're going to have some production on the show. We're going to have all kinds of shit cracking here, man. So make sure you become a member. We're going to have members-only shows starting in about a week. All right? So we're going to go through next week, and then that's it. After that, we're all members-only. And we're gonna be having, uh, we're gonna do some editing after the show live, and then we're gonna air it out later on. So the the the, the membership only thing is an opportunity to come talk live here. You can call in, you can win merch, you can win opportunities to do different things. So I'll be doing book signings uh, a few different places around the country, plus my whiskey signing, bottle signing, different things. You can, you can be invited to those and join us, too. So you got to be a member to join that and do those things. So is there anybody that's going to be able to replace Tom Brady? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, we got banned for one day, man. And we got, we got a couple high people in high places because it's all who you know. It ain't what you know. So we got that ban lifted. I got my IG back. It was a great day to have a great fucking day yesterday. Then I went out and hung out with my boy Pat Perez, and uh, shit, I'm still basically no sleep. Came home two hours later, I'm on the show. We're getting it cracking. Work hard, play hard. Fuck it. Fuck sleep. It's overrated. Um, can the Dolphins compete with the Bills this year? That is the question for the AFC East. Can anyone in the AFC North beat Baltimore? Right now, they look like the head of their division, even though we have a division in the Black and Blue Conference. I gave up my grades for each conference the other day with Sarah on the on the Coach JV show. I don't know if that te- that I gave that division. I think an overall D or a C minus. I might have, I might be a C minus AFC North overall. Uh, Cincinnati's zero and two. Cleveland's one and one, I believe. 
Um, Ravens are one and whatever the Ravens are. Ravens two and zero or one and one. They're two and zero, right? Um, and you got the Steelers at one and one. I don't know that conference is. I don't trust the Steelers with the quarterback they have. I do not trust the Steelers. I do not trust Cleveland with that situation. Uh, they only beat Baker Mayfield, dog. Come on. AFC North was a C grade. I thought that's right. Thank you very much. They're the they're a C grade, right down the middle. They're right down the middle with a C grade. Um, that's what the league is. That's what the league is. So. Ravens are one and one. Uh, they just lost to Miami. That's what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. They're one and one. Everyone in that league is one and one, I believe. So, um, you know, I don't know. They're 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 all one and one, straight down the middle. Um, Uh, let's see. Um, so it's a, it's a C grade. The AFC East is even worse. They're they're bad. Buffalo is the clear cut favorite for that league. Desmond P is a new member. Appreciate you. Um, Miami's two and zero, but are they a team to contend with the Bills? That's the question. I don't know. I don't know if they can compete with the Bills. I really don't. But they play this weekend and this Sunday, so we're gonna see. We're gonna see if they can. Who's the clear cut favorite to come out of the AFC East? We're gonna find out this Saturday or this Sunday. So stay tuned for that. We're gonna find out. But that's the question: Can they compete? Um. So you know, it is what it is. Um. All my Yenzers, Pittsburgh natives, all my AFC North Black and Blue Conference people, Big Ben isn't playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers anymore. Very, very awkward to see. Very, very awkward to look at. And look across that Steeler field and old Heinz Stadium. Now it's called some bullshit. But you see Tomlin still marching up and down the sideline, and you don't see Big Ben. You don't see Big Ben. 18 seasons he started. It's damn near close as impressive as it gets right there underneath Brady. Uh, Very impressive. But let's break down the career of Big Ben real quick. Um, The most impressive thing I can say about him from a statistical point um, is that the only quarterbacks to win more Super Bowls than Big Ben are obviously Brady, Bradshaw, Montana, and Troy Aikman, right? I think Big Ben's fifth all-time in passing yards, eighth in touchdowns, and he appeared in three Super Bowls, five Pro Bowls. Big Ben also had one of the greatest Willing wills to win. He was nasty. He didn't give a shit. He was Josh Allen without being as fast. 
He would stiff arm D lineman. He broke his fingers and face mask. He was a true yinzer by definition for that group of community members that love that black and blue football. Big Ben will forever be remembered with the Terry Bradshaws of the world and the Lynn Swans of the world and the Franco Harris's of the world and the Jerome Bettis's of the world. He will be forever held in that regard. Period. Um, Big Ben will forever be in that regard. Forever. So, you know... I believe the common fan failed to acknowledge how great he truly was during his career. He had two hiccups, had a little domestic violence charge or the the, the, the R word charge. We don't know really what happened, right? He basically was Deshaun Watson before Deshaun Watson, but we don't know. He, he beat the cases. He didn't have no charges, so we don't know what's going on. People say the same about Deshaun Watson. He don't have charges. He don't have any criminal acts. But we know a weirdo when we see one. I don't know if Ben's a weirdo or not. I don't know him. Um, but he had that's his hiccup during his career. Um, but this is what I want to break down. He basically had to compete versus Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers in his prime, Brett Favre as his career ended, Eli Manning, who won two Super Bowls, Kurt Warner, who won a Super Bowl, went to three, Drew Brees, who won a Super Bowl, Michael Vick in his prime, Donovan McNabb in his prime, Matt Ryan is his prime, Russell Wilson in his prime, Phillip Rivers in his prime, Cam Newton came into the league in his prime, not to mention all the new generational freaks of nature at quarterback. Big Ben went through it all. Big Ben went through all of those quarterbacks that I just mentioned, plus all the youngsters that are playing right now. He just retired last year. I give the utmost credit to Big Ben for being in those Super Bowls, winning those Super Bowls with that with those Pittsburgh teams um, during the era of the Bradys and the Mannings and all those quarterbacks I just mentioned. He didn't have the strongest arm. He wasn't the fastest, but he was a fucking gamer. That's all you can say about Big Ben. He's a fucking gamer. And no one on the list besides Brady, Peyton, and Eli can say they've won two Super Bowls. No one on that list I just mentioned from the young quarterbacks playing can say they've won two Super Bowls. So he is a one percenter, like I tell you all the time about Eli is a one percenter. You don't have to think he's the best, but he's a one fucking percenter. Um, he's also one of the toughest motherfuckers to ever play the position. He's also one of the toughest motherfuckers to ever play the position. So, he is living proof that being a quarterback is about so much more than being a gunslinger or being able to torch a defense with your legs. It's much more about leadership, instinct, self-confidence, toughness, and being able to flat-out fucking win. This is how we are judged. We are judged on winning football games at the quarterback position. It fucking kills me on ESPN when they get on there and you got these Stephen A's and the Boogers and all these guys and they're like, well, he didn't win. And then on the other side, out the side of the mouth, the other ESPN analyst will say, takes 11 to win. 
But then on the other side, they sit there and say, Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. I can't put him in the list as one of the greatest. So hold on. Which one is it, dog? Is it you judging the quarterback on wins and losses in the Super Bowl? Or does it take 11 and you don't put all the onus on the quarterback? Because that's what you're literally saying outside of your mouth. Both sides of your mouth on ESPN. That's what they say. So I'm very, very fucking confused. The bottom line is at the end of the day, if Tom Brady didn't win those Super Bowls, and if he don't have seven, he's not even considered anything near a top 10 fucking quarterback of all time. He don't have no fucking big-time arm. He can't move. He can't fucking get out of fucking pressure and, and do anything that Big Ben did, by the way. Not in his career. He can't get out the way of fucking defenders and D-line and slam dudes down and make plays like Big Ben did. He ain't that guy. He's a guy to stand in the fucking pocket and make throws or throw the ball away and live to play another down. That's Tom Brady. So if he don't win, what is he? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You can't have your fucking cake and eat it too. Is it a team game? Or are you putting the fucking onus on the quarterback to win and lose football games? I'm confused on which one the fuck it is. Because if it's a team game, then don't say that the quarterback's judged on wins and losses. If it's about the quarterback having the it factor and winning more Super Bowls than any other quarterback, then it ain't about the team. (laughs) So which one is it? ESPN absolutely fucking kills me with some of their takes. But Big Big Ben is is living proof. Russell Wilson's been to two, one, one, the same as Patrick Mahomes. So, but Russell Wilson's a, is pretty much an afterthought. So until he can do some things this year, get his name back out of being a weirdo into being a Super Bowl contending weirdo then you can't really say much. But he's in the league 10 years. He's one of the winningest quarterbacks of all time through 10 years. Russell Wilson's one of the most the winningest. He has, I think he's second in all-time fourth-quarter comebacks. Uh, he's won a Super Bowl, been to two. Due to a bad play call, in my opinion, um, the Seahawks and Russell Wilson should have two Super Bowls right now. Two. And now you're talking about a guy that has two Super Bowl rings in Denver. And your entire mindset changes. That's what people don't understand. Your entire mindset changes. Because it's all about what have you done for me lately. It is all about what have you done for me lately. Brady was down 28-3 to Matt Ryan. This is what I want you all to understand. 28 points, 28-3 to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan lit up New England. Lit him up in the first half. Had a hell of a first half of a Super Bowl. Clearly belonged. Clearly Matt Ryan's top 10 in completions, yards, touchdowns. He's all that in the NFL. History, by the way. He's a one percenter, Matt Ryan is. Let me... Give you this what if. All right. If Matt Ryan goes on and wins that Super Bowl. Now you're talking Tom Brady has six. He's been to 
He's been to 10, lost four, right? Now you're starting to see, is this guy LeBron James, or is he really the guy, or what's the deal? But Matt Ryan now has a Super Bowl, and Matt Ryan now is with the Colts, and Colin Cowherd continues to bash Matt Ryan. He's bashed Matt Ryan his entire career. Let's pump our brakes. This guy's top 10 everything. He never had a fucking unbelievable squad in Atlanta, okay? He was in Atlanta for fucking 10 years, and he had an average squad except for this team that went to the Super Bowl. So if Matt Ryan wins that Super Bowl, he's a completely different conversation. So let's pump our brakes. And number and number two, it's two games in a new organization in fucking Indianapolis. Let's give the motherfucker some time. He'll be okay. No, Chad Brown graduated in 90. He's four years older than me. He went to John Muir High School in Pasadena, a powerhouse. Uh, Solidy McCullough. Uh, there's, a, there's a ton of guys that came out of Muir. Muir is a very, Pasadena, a very talented, rich area. Bryce Young, the quarterback of Alabama right now, is from the same area. He went there and then transferred to modern day uh, after he went to Cathedral High School. So Bryce went all over. He's been to three high schools, obviously. That's the trend anyway, right? Um, Chad Brown, though, is a great dude. Uh, was a hell of a player. Um, he uh, He's actually from, from John Muir, Pasadena. He's older than me. I was a freshman when he was a senior. So, yeah. Um, yeah, LeBron's garbage. Hey, let me, Brian Martinez, speaking of LeBron, let me bring up some controversial things here. I don't want to bring up too much politics, but I got something on my chest here that I want to bring up. I'm going to talk about it later on in the the 1 o'clock show for sure. But I want to bring this up to everybody. So, Starver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns and the the women's WNBA team, is resigning his position as owner. He's selling the franchise, okay? Apparently, he said some racist things. He said some misogynistic things, apparently, right? We don't know. We haven't heard it. But that's the rumors out there. And you just can't do it. I don't condone any of that shit. I don't care if if you're the owner or not. If you think you're the big dick fucking swinger because you're a billionaire and you treat me motherfuckers the wrong way, you don't deserve to be the owner. I'm all for it. But before LeBron's tweet that the NBA should do better, he was staying as the owner. Let's just keep it real. Let's keep it 100. He was the owner and was not going to resign. Okay? Let's keep it real. Now, having said that, late news story that dropped last night, the head basketball coach for the Boston Celtics was caught fucking apparently a few secretaries in the office. I think it's bigger than that. I don't believe the NBA would be involved if it was just an internal issue with the Celtics. He must have fucked the wrong person's wife or girl or something. But this man is married to Nia Long, a sister, a black woman. Why in the fuck is LeBron not tweeting about that? Can I drop the mic on that now? Y'all want to fucking talk about LeBron. Motherfucker, he's the fakest cat in the league. Why can't he bring up the real fucking problems? 
So you got the owner out. If he was racist, fucking right. He needs to be out. But you always fucking tweet shit that has to do with something that you believe in. You should be believing in the fucking basketball coach for the Celtics fucking over his girl, Nia Long, who I think is a badass motherfucker. I think Nia Long is one of the baddest fucking females in the world. I've been a Nia Long fan since fucking I was a little kid. Oh, not a little kid. She's not too much older than me since Friday, right? Why ain't you coming out that now, dog? Why aren't you coming out now, dog, talking about that? Why aren't you talking about the black sister, the woman, getting fucked over? And why can't you come out and talk about that, dog? Like, that is the shit I'm talking about. And you wonder why we got so many fucking issues out here with these young kids going out fucking just doing whatever they fucking want. Because these motherfuckers pick and choose when to speak. Like, motherfucker, come out now, dog. Keep it 100. Keep it real. Keep it a buck. Whatever y'all say. Come out now, LBJ. Talk about this motherfucker fucking on his wife. (sighs) Yeah, he started a school in Cleveland. So everyone give him a pass. And Lucy, I'm not I'm not up on the Adam Levine story. What's the deal with Adam Levine? I don't even know who that is. So I'm sorry. Who is Adam Levine? Um I don't know who that is, by the way. I don't know who Adam Levine is, and I don't and what has he done? I don't know what he's done. Did he do something like rape or something? Domestic violence? I don't know. Um yeah, we're going to talk about this whole son's situation later on in the 1 o'clock show. I want to get Sarah's perspective as a woman. I want to know why LeBron hasn't tweeted about it. I'm curious. I'm a, I might make a tweet about it. I'm going to tweet out why has LeBron not come out and talked about the fucking basketball coach for the Celtics fucking on his wife. <laughs> David Gerald said, is another man's infidelity worth coming out with a statement over? So isn't it in the league? Isn't it in the interest of the NBA? He just wrote a tweet about the best interest of the NBA. The best interest of the NBA was the owner Starver being a misogynistic racist, apparently. So he wrote a tweet about that. Why is it not in the best interest of the league to write a tweet from the number one player in the league, most important popular player in the league? Why shouldn't he write a tweet about a head basketball coach in the league cheating on his wife he's a black man his black woman got cheated on so why isn't he coming out about that is this not fucking worthy is it not worthy david gerald you fucking dick writer who's not a member who just wants to troll (laughs) who is Derek long Derek long who are you can you become a member before i block you because you're saying dumb shit so who are you um, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Derek Long. Long these nuts, motherfucker. Unless you got something to fucking say, shut the fuck up. Become a member. No, I'm not conservative. I'm not liberal. I'm not right. I'm not left. I'm not red. I'm not blue. And I'm not black. And I'm not white. You know what I am? I'm a fucking realist. 
I'm an independent thinker, unlike your following ass. You follow the lead, motherfucker. I lead the following. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Fucking bitch. So anyway, um, we got so many following dick riders, man, that come in here. And that, that's why we're doing members only. That's why we're going to do members only. So... Isaac Beard said, is membership free? Let me ask you something. Is Costco free? Is Sam's Club free? Is Netflix free? Is Hulu free? What membership are you a part of that's free? (laughs) Do you know what the definition of membership is? Holy fuck. Derek Long said, you just can't the real. (laughs) Are you fucking Asian, motherfucker? You just can't the will. What in the fuck are you saying? You just can't the real. Holy fuck, dog. We got some fucking idiots in here. Holy shit. You just kept the real. <laughs> Holy shit, homie. You dick riders are something else. At least learn how to fucking spell if you're going to try to come at me, motherfucker. You dumbass trolls. Did you see his fucking 1970s porn fucking picture? Holy shit. Uh, who knows? We got these dick riders, man. It's unbelievable. James Coteau, Delta November. All you guys, become a member, man. Just hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, man. I appreciate you, man. Um, oh, I know, I know. We, we, we're okay with it. We're going to go with it for another week, man. We're going to go with it for another week, and then we're going membership only. We're going members only, by the way. Um, so like I said, I appreciate everybody. We had 190 people in here this morning. That's a great look for the morning show. It is continuing to grow even after a one day ban. I'm just glad we didn't, we didn't lose too many people after, uh, we had to go down for a week apparently at first. Now we're not, we got that lifted. It's all who, you know, I just can't say who helped, but, um, breaking news, Amy Adoka. The head coach for the Celtics, we just discussed, is facing a season-long suspension. I am very curious why, what in the fuck is worthy of a season-long suspension? You had to have fucked the owner's wife or something, dog. Right? He has to. He had to fuck the owner's wife. Um, he had to. Like, why is this such a big deal? If, why is it such a big deal? Like, I'm curious. He didn't rape anybody. He didn't beat anybody. He he didn't say anything racist or misogynistic like the owner of the Suns. So obviously it's not worthy for LeBron to, to tweet about. <laughs> um, but him cheating on his wife, Nia Long, is a personal matter. It is between him and her. 
and go to divorce court or go through whatever you got to go through. You're a fucking idiot. You fucked up. You cheated on one of the baddest females in the in the game. You're an idiot. Don't get married then, dog. That's why I'm not married, homie. That's why I'm not going to get married. But having said that, why is that suspension worthy? And why is it that we're so fucking quick to worry about a person's personal life? If you fucked up, you fucked up, dog. It's a personal thing. Does that have anything to do with the NBA or his team or anything like that? No. It is a personal fucking failure. Why is this a huge NBA story? I'm very, very confused. Unless he fucked the brass, the top brass's wife or something. Something else is going on here, Houston. We have a real problem, Houston. Something else is going on. Um, let's block that one guy. Did you see Sean's uh, Waffles Day? Whoever, he said he's the one of the Columbine shooters. Uh, so you know he's a troll fuck. He's in here trying to. He's the guy that probably reported us on everything. So let's block his ass. I'm sure he's making a new account right now as the other picture of the other guy. So, holy fuck, man. Some of these weirdo fucks that blow my mind. We got some weirdo fucks that come in here. So is Brad Stevens' wife the one that got fucked? Like, I'm curious. Danny Ainge's wife get fucked? Who did he fuck for this to come out and be this huge story? I am very, 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 very confused as to why this is a fireable or suspendable offense. So you're going to suspend him for a season for getting some pussy and cheating on his wife and being a creepy fuck? Like, I'm curious. Like, I don't understand. Um, yeah, Hector, we'll, we'll have members only soon, man. We got to wait about a week, though, for other various reasons. So it is what it is. We're all right. Hey, we, I like the fucking I like the fucking dick riders, man. I like the dick riders. Um, I like the dick riders, dog. You know, they, they fucking get the blood pumping. They get your go- morning going. You know what I'm saying? It's football. It's Thursday night football tonight. It's Thursday night football. And... Let's get to it, man. This is Thursday night football. And uh, first down, right? It's first and 10. So, by the way, the Jazz traded Bogdanovich to the Pistons. So, NBA is making moves out here. What the fuck the Lakers doing? God damn. Fucking Laker fan, man. Shit. I need a fucking Laker move. I need a Laker trade. Um, let's see here. Boom. Um, so, Thursday night football tonight, NFL Thursday night football. It's one game. It's not fucking two games, and we got to worry about all this shit. 
We got Steelers-Browns, AFC North. I gave them a C grade as a conference. Who's going to come out? Cleveland's favored by four and a half. Cleveland's favored by four and a half points. Um, hey. I like the Steelers tonight, man. I like the Steelers tonight after coming off a loss to New England. Mike Tomlin does very, very well after a loss and covers 90% of the time on the spread after a loss. I like Mike Tomlin because um, I do not like Reset as a fucking starter. I think Amari Cooper who has 12 catches through two games, 118 yards, and a touchdown. I don't believe that's enough productivity. I don't believe that's enough productivity to be an elite receiver that you demanded a a bag for. 12 catches, 118 yards. He already has three drop balls. Two of them are very crucial. Uh, I'm not an Amari Cooper fan. I think he's too inconsistent in the NFL. Nick Chubb's got 39 carries for 228 yards and three touchdowns. Um, And Brissett's thrown for 376 yards and two touchdowns in two games in the NFL. Just not going to get it done. Just not going to get it done. So, Trubisky and the Steelers and Najee is going to go in and get it done, in my opinion. In Cleveland, in the dog pound, with the little fucking elf sitting on the middle of the field, I believe the Steelers stomp on the elf, and they're going to get it done tonight. You'll see a ton of videos from me tonight on my Twitter, on my IG, now that it's back up, much love, and on TikTok. So make sure you head on over to all three of those and follow me if you're not following me. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member right here. Antioch, stand up. Um, is that where you lived at, Steve? You lived at Antioch? Um, so I don't know. We're we're gonna interesting game tonight. I'm curious. I'm I'm ready to break down Trubisky. I'm ready to break down Brissett. I'm gonna be doing it all night long. Delta November, that's what I'm talking about. Shout out to you. Shout out to you becoming a member. Um, We're going to break down all things NFL tomorrow with Brandon Lang um, as he's going to give you his picks of the week. Uh, We'll break that down. Today we'll have Matt McChesney on the show later on. We're going to talk all things real. um, And we're going to break down a few games um, today with Matt. And we'll talk some college football today. A lot of things to discuss about college football. Sarah's going to give you her SEC picks of the week. And I'm going to talk all college football and then I'll talk more college football tomorrow in the morning, and I'll give you some more college football breakdown. But we're going to break down some college today later on in the show. In the morning show, I try to tend to NFL. I try to stay with the NFL stuff, and this is a man's league, right? It's just me in the morning. It's all you in the morning, along with Lucy. And Lucy's a writer. Lucy's just one of the fellas. Um, by the way, she's got bigger balls than a lot of you fucks. FYI, especially you troll fucks. Um, 
lot of lot of lot of lot of stats that I like to that I'm I'm looking at in the NFL right now. A lot of stats. Uh Tua has 739 yards passing, seven touchdowns. He only had one touchdown against the, 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 the Patriots. But he's 59 of 83. 60 of 83, basically. He's fucking on fire, man. He's having a great year right now. Uh, Tua is much further ahead than I thought he would be this year. And I'll eat crow. I'll eat crow. I'll tell you if it's a fucked up deal. And then if I said he wasn't good, then he then and he's good, then he so be it. But please understand it's game two. Okay? It's game two. Let's see if he can sustain this and become a household name at quarterback in a positive way, not a negative one. Let's see. Um very curious to see that, okay? Joe Flacco is 63 of 103. Not great percentage. Uh, but he's filled in nicely, I believe, for the for the Jets. So, we'll see. Uh, Carson Wentz, 57 of 87. Jameis Winston, 48 of 74. Only three touchdowns, though. Herbert, 59 of 82. Six touchdowns. Herbert's right there with Tua. Uh, Stafford's 56 of 77. Four touchdowns. Mariota, 37 of 59, only two touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers is 41 of 59. He's incompleted 18 passes in two games. That's the difference. Oh, that is the difference in accuracy. <laughs> People don't realize that shit. Like, they look around like they don't get that shit. Um, Russell Wilson's 43 of 73. Only two touchdowns. 559 yards, but only two touchdowns. So, we got to get to production, man. Monday Night Football game is going to be interesting. Um, Giants-Cowboys, NFC East showdown. Daniel Jones is 40 of 55. Pretty high percentage. Three touchdowns only, and only 364 yards. That is one game stats. So they're not asking Daniel to do a lot because Saquon Barkley leads the NFL in rushing right now. He leads the league in rushing right now, and they're depending on him, which is why I told you Saquon's not long for lasting in this league. You just can't give the cat, after an injury, this many carries, and you expect him to continue to be healthy. It ain't going to happen. I hope Saquon plays. I hope he can fucking prove me wrong. I hope him and McCaffrey can stay healthy. But they are bleeders. They are bleeders. I think if you ask me over under Steve Mack, Steve Mack says Saquon plays 17 games. I said he I say he plays eight. I say he plays eight games. <laughs> I think he plays eight games. Fernet's a baller, man. He's a fucking third. You know, he can play all downs. He's a great third down back. Catches the ball in the backfield. He can block you. He has some nuts and guts. He'll run you over. He's a poor man's version of Derrick Henry. Um, has a great burst still. Um, I like I like Fernet. He gives teams a lot. He gives teams a lot. Uh, I'm just curious, are they going to use him out the backfield more this week against Green Bay because they're fucking decimated at wideout? Tampa Bay is decimated at wideout. No Mike Evans due to the suspension. 
You got no fucking. We don't know what's gonna happen with with uh, with their uh, what's their name? Their, their best wideout, in my opinion, or not their best, but most productive wideout, in my opinion. Um, no Gronk. Uh, Fournette is a guy you can load the box on because he's not a guy you give the ball to thirty times. So they they signed Cole Beasley. They signed Cole Beasley. Uh, Julio Jones is hurt. <clears throat> um, Godwin is who I was just, I was referring to. Godwin's out, or is he? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the whole Von Miller calling out Fournette kind of irks me because O Lyman has been getting hit for fucking the entirety of the sport. O Lyman gets blindsided on an everyday basis. O Lyman, D Lyman can are a fair game all game long. All game long. Why is why are they okay to be blindsided? But Von Miller's not. Like, get miss me with the prima donna soft shit. I'm fucking tired of hearing it. That is fucking football. He wasn't engaged. He didn't high-low the motherfucker. He fucking chipped them. That's football. Oh, well. Get over it. Let's let's play in pads then, man. Let's play in fucking flags. Take the pads off. Let's play in flags. If that's going to be a bitch mode move, we're going to bitch about getting chipped in the NFL, then let's just put them in flags. Like, fuck me. Uh, blows my mind, man. Blows my mind. Like, seriously. So, you know, God, we're continuing to find things to cry about. We're continuing to find things to cry about. What bet, Wozni? What bet you want to take? What bet you want to take? What bet do you want to take? I got the Steelers tonight versus the Browns. Is that the bet you're talking? Or are we talking Saquon Barkley playing 17 games? Um, oh, Steve Mack put in the chat. Brian, oh, so eight or under. Oh, okay. Well, shit. I'm down to take a bet. I always take a bet, dog. I don't turn it down, dog. Short, fast, skinny, and tall. I bet it all. I bet it all. Short, fast, skinny, and tall. I'm just, that's what I do. I don't, I don't turn down shit, homeboy. Got me fucked up. Hey, Hector, are you in here? Um, can you call in and give us your Thursday night rundown real quick? Just give us a couple keys to the game. Um, I got to see and hang out with Dave Winfield last night. Um, you know, uh, Dave Winfield, Hall of Fame baseball player. Um Hector, I put it in the chat. Call in real quick. Let's talk some Thursday night football. Um, make sure you guys hit the like button. Um, subscribe. Become a member. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch. Uh, my, my female that was in the house earlier, Roz, went over and got $100 with the gear. Um, so, obviously, she didn't want the, the, the female Sarah's face on her titty. So she didn't get the, the 
she didn't get the sports bra. But we got a JV one, I think. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm in Cali. I'm in Killer Cali, Delta November. I'm in Killer Cali. The state where everyone wants to be, everyone wants to be in Cali. You just don't have the money, dog. So we, you, you bitch and moan about Cali. You want, It's fucking political. It's the worst politics in the state, in the country. <laughs> yeah, because you're an excuse maker. You can't afford Cali. You can't. This is big time, motherfucker. You're not big time. That's why you live in the backwoods. <laughs> Dog, I don't know the bet, Wozni. You never said the fucking bet. Christian Harris got the COVID these nuts mask. Shout out to him. <laughs> That's the best fucking mask there is. Um. Oh yeah, taxes, dog. You got to You got to have that long paper. You got to have that long paper. Um, Hector, you calling in? Hector gonna come and call in. I want to get some Thursday night perspective on some DraftKings stuff. Capo, if you guys don't follow him, he does a show after my show. So uh, on Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, he comes in. He'll be on tomorrow after my show, and he's gonna discuss all things betting. So make sure you guys follow him on YouTube and uh, and follow him. Here, what is the bet, Wozni? Oh, we're betting the Browns in the and you got the Browns. Oh yeah, let's do it. I'm in. What's good, Coach? What up? What up? You good? You're welcome back. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Fuck, man, we had to pull some strings, dog. I was, I was like, damn, we got to go to Twitch and all that old bullshit. And I'm like, fuck, I don't even know what Twitch is. I thought we were gonna do Twitch today, but. We'll do Twitch in the afternoon. We're going to go live on Twitch today just to do oh, it. nice. And just get the platforms all rolling in case we get fucking suspended again one day from some other platform. Um, Thursday night game, dog. What's going on with that? We got uh, minus four and a half Cleveland in Cleveland. Dog pound or the L- L- elf pound or whatever the fuck they are now, the elves. Um, Trubisky going in there. Kind of proven but unproven. I don't know. Najee Harris, run game. Mike Tomlin, after a loss, is a winner. That's all I know. And uh, I'm just very I'm, – I'm taking the Steelers tonight uh, to cover the four and a half. Uh, I, think I think they're going to win, but I'm taking them to take them. Mm-hmm. But any any individual looks for DraftKings that you're looking in? Or you've already – you haven't made your bets yet, I'm sure, huh? Uh, well, I was kind of fi- finalizing things right now, um, but – I could tell you a couple of things that I'm looking at. Um, some, so the, some, some news for Thursday night football is that Jadavian Clowney has been ruled out. So that's big. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, both teams are one and one, you know that. Um, and I was rewatching the Steelers game against the Bengals and it kind of looked very similar to the offense they ran last year with big Ben like everything looked very calculated straight from the snap. Like as uh, Trubisky snaps the ball, he looks at that receiver that the play is meant for and he dishes it off. Like Chase Claypool, he, he his like longest reception has been like six yards. So the, the receivers are just catching receptions, receptions, receptions. Um, so it kind of reminded me a lot of Big Ben. Um, but the thing that I also do like about the Steelers is that the, I guess they do have that run game, 
the Browns, that offense does not revolve around Brissett. It revolves around Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. No doubt. So if you take away the run game, uh, what like what do they got cooking in the pot? They do have Amari Cooper there, but it, it's a run first team. No doubt about it. Amari Cooper, 12 receptions, 118 yards, and a touchdown. Not enough production from a run oriented team because he should have 20 catches in two games, 200 yards, and three touchdowns <laughs> at least for the simple fact that the run box is so collapsed on because they're so good at the run game. I don't understand why they cannot get the ball over the top of the coverage on play action when they run Kareem Hunt and Chubb, who lead the league in rushing combined, I believe, as a team. Why they can't get more shots over the top with Mari Cooper if he's so fucking good. And you got Clay's chase. I mean, you got, uh, what is it? Is it Higgins? No, not Higgins. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, Peoples-Jones. He's another guy that doesn't get the ball enough. So he's got to get the rock. They fucked up by getting rid of Landry. So now you got you, you got a run-heavy offense with a tight end who's okay, not a great tight end. He made plays for Baker last year in the past game, but he's not a guy that – he's not a gronk or just throwing him the ball ten times a game to. So they're very, very one-sided over there. You, you can really yep. scheme Cleveland. You can scheme Cleveland. And yep. on the other side, Steelers, Matt Canada as the OC, they look very, very, very vanilla, like you were saying, uh, very similar to what they look like with Big Ben. I think Matt Canada has seen his last days in as OC, and I think Tom is going to take some heat. They're going to get this. They're going to have to. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go on a bad spell where – where they end up firing the OC there um, in Cleveland, mm-hmm. uh, in in uh, in Pittsburgh. So it'll be an interesting game. It's always a good one. This game is always a fun one to watch. Black and blue conference. So you know, I, I think the Steelers after a loss is what's intriguing me. And against Brissett, who I don't believe is ready for those primetime lights. No, and like you like you said it. You just said it that they're they look like they're very easy to scheme against, like. It's Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones. They both receivers. They play 80% of the snaps, and their wide receiver three, David Bell, has played 42 snaps on the season. So they're running a lot of offensive plays with just two receivers, maybe two tight ends instead. But the Steelers have been very solid against the tight end position this year. They've given up, on average, 24 yards per game to the tight end position. And they held Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith last week to zero receptions. So if you take away if you take away the run game, if you take away the tight end, it's on Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples Jones. And like, what the fuck are they going to do with that? Can they can they win like that? No. They they need that run game desperately if they want to win. Yeah, they got one of the best old lines in football. One of the best running attacks in football. Um... Brissett's not the guy to sit back there and dissect you and get the ball to Amari in every single way. He only gets the ball to Amari and taking shots over the top and play action, which he hasn't completed enough of to him because he only has 12 catches. That's six catches a game. Not horrible, but it's not a big-time receiver numbers that you pay the guy. Devontae Adams had 10 catches game one. Only had two game two, so they both have six, 12 catches as well. I've already said Devontae Adams is going to struggle this year, but I agree. I think Amari Cooper should have 20 catches by now, 
And they're just – he's not the guy. And he's dropped critical passes this year. He's caught critical balls. He's dropped some critical passes. So, I I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see this game tonight. But mm-hmm. I think there, it still is. Any yeah, draft for sure. Stuff? And, like, the Browns are minus 200 favorites, like, essentially with the backup quarterback. Yeah. That's, that's a very wide – like – that's a de- that's a decent favorite minus two hundred. Hell yeah! Uh, all of you DFS cats out there, I don't know if Hector's picked his uh, DFS lineups or not. I have not done mine either. I'm going to do mine later on in the one o'clock show. But um, are you guys are you are you picking any DFS? Come on, coach. You know me. Have you already done it? No, not yet. But I wasn't that excited for this game. Until I saw that DraftKings is doing another contest, one milli to first. <laughs> is is FanDuel too? I think I'm gonna stop with FanDuel. I'll just strictly do uh, DraftKings. Really? Yeah. I FanDuel is a lot more touchdown reliant, and it's one less player. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a preschool compared to DraftKings. DraftKings you you have to pick one more guy and you do get a couple more bonuses for 100 yards receiving, rushing, etc. so I'm just going to hang out at in DraftKings and plus they pay out the fucking big bucks. Yeah. And the problem is with DraftKings, Brian K said uh FanDuel has a boost where it went from minus 340 to plus 100 for the Browns at 3 and a half, plus 3 and a half. The problem is we can't bet out here in California like that. We can only do individual players. We're not a free, we're not a state that fucking can do the book. So we can't have it fucking. We can't even play the book. So we can't even play any parlays. We can't even play any fucking extras. We can't do shit. So we got to just play DFS. So that's or just the actual players. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. But who's who's a cat that is a must on DraftKings or FanDuel? Who is a guy that you must have um, tonight? Um, so I do like the consistency from Deontay Johnson. Uh, in week one, 12 targets, seven receptions, 55 yards. Week two, 10 targets, six receptions, 57 yards. So I do really like the consistency from him. Chase Claypool, same thing, four receptions in both games. But what I do like about Chase Chase Claypool here is that they do try to get him also – they try to get creative with giving him the ball. They'll They'll call him in motion, hand him off the ball. So maybe I could get lucky with him if they do something like that in the goal line. Um, he did have like – I believe 40 rushing yards in week one when Najee Harris went down. So that is, that's an interesting cat. Uh, Pat Faramuth is also another guy that is definitely live. Brown's defense is averaging 4.5 receptions and 50 yards to the tight end position. Ian Thomas from the Panthers had 53 yards against this Brown's defense and Tyler Conklin, the tight end for the Jets had six receptions for 40 yards. So I do think he's an interesting play. And George Pickens, um, one thing that really stuck out to me is that he he ha- he's had three targets in both games, but just has 26 yards on the season. 
But what's very intriguing about George Pickens, he's the wide receiver three for the Steelers, is that he has only played seven fewer snaps than Deontay Johnson. And I was just looking at his A dot. A dot is where you're targeted on the field, whether you catch it and you and you or you don't. And he's being targeted around 20 yards down the field. So he might be the James Washington of last year who was who would just go in there and and try to catch a fucking bomb. So I do think he's interesting. And the Browns have given up uh two 20 plus uh uh 20 plus receptions for 125 yards this this season so he is interesting as well um Hector stay right there I'm gonna end the I'm gonna end the uh audio side we'll be back at one o'clock everybody can stay right here on YouTube we'll talk some more with Hector and uh, I'm going to end the chat. I mean, I'm going to end the audio side. Make sure you go on over to CoachJBStore.com. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Thursday night football tonight. Use the promo code BELIEVE50. B-L-E-A-V-5-0. Get 50% off from your first welcome deposit. And you can bet at all things. Major League Baseball, football, Thursday night football, and this weekend's college and NFL games. Bet online where the game starts. Head on over there. Check it out. And... Uh, We'll see you today at 1 o'clock for the Coach A.B. Show with Sarah Blake. We have Matt McChesney joining us, possibly a few others. We're at Thirsty Thursday. We're sliding in Sarah's DMs later on. We got it all, short, fat, skinny, and tall. So make sure you head on over there and check it all out. Go to CanadipCBD.com. Use the promo code COACHJB in all caps. And send me a receipt. Have a chance to win some merch and everything that's real. We'll see you later on. YouTube, stay right here. And we'll we'll, have, we'll take some calls and finish up with my main man, Capo, on the bets for tonight's Thursday night game and some DFS talk. See you in a minute. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in and walk into any any type of uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion, and I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture to think we have. The Coach JV Show uh, with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. Give it to you straight, no chaser. Sarah Blake.